isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's Arts Action Week in Minnesota. The arts have taken a huge hit over the last two years. 57% of creative workers went on unemployment during COVID, and Minnesota lost $2.2 billion in revenue. Help Minnesota Citizens for the Arts pass the bill to grant COVID relief to the arts and cultural groups who were hurt by the pandemic. It's Arts Action Week, and we need your help to show that people across the state want to see funding for the arts. Learn more and sign up at artsmn.org or use my talk keyword, arts. Hi, talkers. Let's hang out with Lori and Julia on this wonderful St. Patrick's Day, Thursday, March 17th. Like I said earlier, if you're out and about having fun, be sure to get a safe ride home, get that sober driver. But for now, we've got two hours of Lori and Julia head out here to have a little fun. Oh, Lori, I ran into our friend Linda today at Crutchfield Dermatology. And she you says, did. I wish I was just going to O'Gara's later to hang out with you girls. Same. I know. I wonder, because, do they celebrate it big time in Hawaii? Um, well, you know, when I was at Long's Drugstore the other day. Long's, yes. good old Long's. <laughs> West Coast, do, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a big display of beads and, you know, glasses and other shamrock type of things. But I, you know, I I don't know where on the big island they're going to be doing all of this. Right. The beauty of St. Patrick's Day is it falls right in the middle of spring break. So I always feel yes. like no matter where you go, you're still going to get a good party like because people are in, you know, I've been down in Florida in March a lot and it's just like all of a sudden mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in downtown Chicago. You know, the beauty of St. Oh, yeah. Patty's Day right. is right in the middle of spring break. So right. adds a little fun element there. The only other day that gets the call-in sick day besides Super Bowl Monday is when St. Patty's falls during the week. And yep. on the next day, people's shillelaghs hurt. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. We missed you a little bit at the beginning, and I was talking about how Brittany doesn't know. But she does know, but she's the designated driver this weekend, Lori, for St. Patty's Day by the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be great. I want like a full. She's already telling me she needs a nap. And I'm like, you can't have one. She's like, I'm going to go home Saturday night. I'm like, you can't. I'm like, you have you have duties. (laughs) So I think that'll be funny. Okay, so do you want to give us some pickup lines or do you want to give us a little book review? Well, you know, here's what I want to tell you first. Because last night, Casey and I um, went to the Manalani Bay Hotel. They have uh, Hawaiian music and a hula dancer every night from um, 5 to 8.30. And the Manalani Bay Hotel, famous hotel. It was built in 1983, and it was closed for two years during COVID because the resort got sold 
to uh, some somebody, and they they had to refresh the rooms. It's it's a really beautiful, beautiful. Is it five property. star? Oh yeah, it's a five star. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next time I go to Long's uh, drugstore, I'm planning on purchasing a small water, a squirt gun. Why? Because. <laughs> Uh, oh. they, for whatever reason, maybe it's COVID related. I don't know, but the, the hula dancer and the music used to be, they have just this incredible, incredible lobby with all these kind of rattan couches and beautiful seating. Yeah. And, and she would be kind of up on this little raised thing and she would be hulaing, you know, right there. And so just wonderful. And you could have your Mai Tai and enjoy the music. Well, now... They have her hulaing in the grass outside of the restaurant next to the pool, next to the pool bar. And for whatever reason, the Manalani Bay Hotel is the hotel where really rich people with a lot of kids go on vacation. (laughs) And at dusk... Your personal favorite. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. They were running around, and I mean, she's, you know, doing this. People are there to watch her dance, but because, and I think they're going to move her. I think that is going to move because people are complaining about it. But at one point, Julia, I was knee deep in six to 12-year-olds all around me. And if I had had a squirt gun, if (laughs) I had had a squirt gun. Stop. Like oh, a cat. Oh. Stop. Yes, because it was dust. <laughs> Nobody would have known. Oh, and Stop. Keep them away. Squirt them like a cat, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it it. would have got them out of my line of sight. I, I even said to the waitress, I said, geez, no one happens to have a squirt gun. Oh, they Or some kind of a water bottle. I love it. I thought you were going to say because you ran into those wild turkeys again. Uh, no, I didn't get chased by them, but I saw them today. But, okay. But no, but I mean, these kids were seriously interrupting my, and everyone else's hula jams. And they're just, and I mean, they're just being kids. They're just having fun. And it's a dust, but they were, it was really, she left early because it was just <laughs> She's a like, waste I, of time. Yeah, like and if I'd had a water bottle. I could have taken care of that. For you her. would not have done that. Please tell oh, us sure parents out there. Oh, I would. Julia, she kicked my kid once, so I believe it. I was in a deep, I was in a deep Papasan chair oh, with cushions, trying to relax. I could have easily, easily just gotten kids wet. This and out is of my why room. the world, everything turned out right. That you're a bonus mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and an auntie. That's why they created cruises kid-free, right? Right. <laughs> well, right. And do, but, doesn't the other place you stay have a kid-free thing? Uh, they have an adult-only yeah. pool. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And I just say that it's got to be people with a lot of money because it is a five-star hotel. It's, you know, very expensive, especially at this time of year. Right. And they don't have an adult-only pool and there isn't much of a beach, so maybe like for families that have, they don't want to worry about the kids. You, the, you can't go into the water really around that hotel because ouchie, 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 it's all rocks. Right, I saw that. So um, 
you know, they're just people with money and they probably bring their nannies or whatever. But I, if anyone is going to go and stay at the Manalani Bay Hotel, it's beautiful. Um, they have an amazing restaurant called the Canoe House, which is probably one of the most romantic restaurants and a good place to see whales jumping. But just know that it is loaded with children and you might want to bring a squirt gun. <laughs> I, 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 I love it. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry to encourage I, it, I would, but I No, love I it. would run away from you. Okay, but they have a lot of tennis courts and a lot of pickleball courts. Yes. I'm looking it up right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also the hotel um, where Kevin Costner stayed. And um, I, they've got a beautiful walking path. And there's some <clears throat> famous fish ponds. And it's, it's, you know, it's like I said, one of the first hotels built there in 1983. And, but Kevin Costner, when they filmed Waterworld, stayed oh. in one of the villas at oh. the Manalani Bay Hotel. Okay. And there's serious golf there, too. Serious golf, although the best, the, the golf hotel that yep. all the people really want to stay at. Another hotel I've stayed at, it was Ritz-Carlton at the time, and now it's called the Fairmont Royal Orchid. And it's about a half a mile from the Manalani Bay Hotel, but that's where the senior skins game is played oh, every year. Okay. Uh-huh. Nice. And there's like maybe six water holes is oh. that the Kapalu? Is that the par three that they have, or which? I wonder which course that's on. Uh, Grant no, is the golf course heir. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a beautiful golf. There's a beautiful golf course at the Ritz Carlton in Kapalua, which I've also stayed and golfed there and rammed a golf pro with my golf cart, <laughs> in because I had never driven a golf cart cart before, and that one is a lot of up and down. But it doesn't, you see the water, but the, the Fairmont Royal Orchid, where the skins game is played, there are actual holes where, you know, you're hitting the ball over like some cresting yeah. rocks and waves wow. to the next one. It's at the Kanapali Golf Resort. Kanapali. And that's where they have like, they have the pro course, they have like an amateur, and then they have like the par three where they do that skins game, I think is what you're talking about. So yeah. Very that's cool. cool. Very cool. Very cool, Lori. All right, well, look at the time. We got to take a quick break. It is is time for random thoughts. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my talk. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, let's get at some St. Patrick's Day traditions for you. We're going to do the pickup lines later in our show, Laura, which I can't wait to hear. Um... But, and I'm going to take notes. I might use them this weekend. So why do we wear (laughs) green on St. Patrick's Day? Um, Ireland itself is known as the Green Isle or the Emerald Isle, but it really, um, the color green has some political um, history behind it. The wearing of green was politically and culturally, um, it was an identity movement in Ireland to stand against the British colonization. The Irish ballad Wearing of the Green laments the unsuccessful rebel uprising of 1798. And the color remained symbolic for Irish people leading up to the country's independence in 1922. So the green color of the Irish flag, the flag represents all these things. So the Irish flag, which was first brought to Ireland in 1848, the green in the tricolor represents Catholics. Did you know that, Laurie? 
No, no. I neither. It makes sense, but no. And the orange in the flag represents the Protestants, and the white in the flag symbolizes peace between them. Oh, isn't that funny? That but flag. Avoid a- wearing orange on St. Patrick's Day. It's it's oh, historically yeah. associated with the British crown before the country became independent. Now, right. one day out of the year, it is okay to pinch someone. And it is this St. Patrick's Day or this weekend or whatever. But if someone's not wearing green, the legend has it leprechauns can't see you if you're wearing green. But if they see you and you're not wearing green, they'll pinch you. So you can pinch someone on St. Patrick's Day Who's not wearing green? Um, leprechauns. My mom, uh, yes. My mom always sends us a card. Wear green today. You're Irish or someone's going to pinch you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so you can kiss someone who's Irish today. Remember all the shirts? Kiss me, I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do we have to have a consent form before this happens? Or oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, my I'm kidding. I'm gosh. Kidding. Yeah. Um, it's just, just do it. I'm not even going to read the darn thing. It's too long. Okay. Just kiss uh, someone who's Irish. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to step outside. You Irish. I know. Bucker up, buddy. Don't do it. <laughs> Attending the St. Patrick's Day parade. You know, this is more of an American thing than a, um, Irish thing back oh. in Ireland. And, um, originally it, uh, um, in New York City, the first parade really kind of took place in 1772. The Irish soldiers, soldiers who were serving in the British Army before the Revolutionary War um, would flock together. But when Irish immigrants flocked to the U.S. during the Great Famine in the 19th century, they were discriminated against in their new home. And they used parades to encourage Aww. and support pride in their heritage and culture. Cool. Because you don't have an Italian Day Parade or you don't have an English Day Parade. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. Um, and it was a way for them to connect with their homeland. So that is how the parades even started. Um, drowning the shamrock. Traditionally, the shamrock was du- dunked into a glass of whiskey. And then the whiskey was drunk and the shamrock at the bottom of the glass was thrown over the drinker's left shoulder. Allegedly, it was St. Patrick's Day himself who first dunked the shamrock in the glass of whiskey. <laughs> um, so if you want to do that, go for it. Um, Lori, do you know what a shamrock is called? Um, or a three-leaf a leaf clover? You <laughs> 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 gave the answer away. I have a four-leaf clover laminated right here in my wallet at all times. A, ra- a random guy mm-hmm. at the state fair gave me this years ago. And I'm I'm showing it to Julia. I got it, and it's little. It's a little laminated. It's he he was just handing them out, and I'm it like, it looks brown. It's yeah, it's it dead, but it's yeah, de- <laughs> it was it was dead, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of this little lucky charm. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've had it in my wall for years. Okay, that is so funny because here's the odds of finding a four-leaf clover. There are likely 10,000 three-leaf clovers to every four-leaf clover. So, remember sitting in the grass and trying to find them when you were little? That's why I kept this one. I never did. And I'm like, I'm never getting rid of this one. <laughs> Seriously. Grant, I bet you're just a hoarder. Oh, yeah. Bad. I mean, Laurie, can you just see him? Oh, God. He kept... I, I, Not in a disgusting way. I'm very clean. It's no, just... I, I have a very uh, insane way of organizing things. Let's just put it that way. It's a, ma- a method to my own madness. You oh, know? my gosh. I just think... I can't even imagine. Have you guys ever been down to Chicago for St. Patty's Day? No. Celebrated down there? Lori, no? have you? Yes. Oh, isn't it a yes. blast, Lori? Oh, I'm wild. Wild. I used to go every year with all my friends because we were all all over the country. We would meet in Chicago, all meet in the middle, and just party for a few days. And, oh, I wish I could get back to that. I don't think I have the stamina for Chicago anymore oh, on St. Patty's Day. It is a blast. Oh, my gosh. All those Irish bars on Rush Street. <sighs> yeah, even the bars. But, like, you go down to Wrigleyville, it is every area is just packed with people. And I do. I got a quick little short kind of funny Tell story. Us, please. Sorry to interrupt here. No, so I'm all for it. My second year down there with all my college friends and my be- good buddy from high school, John, was living in Chicago. We're right outside a Slugger's Bar in Wrigleyville. It is packed. All the streets are full of people, obviously, having fun, you know, beyond in- inebriated. And one of my good friends, Nicole, was standing on the sidewalk and she fell back into the street and partially was clipped by a cab in the arm. Okay. Okay. And all of a sudden, the cabbie slams on his brakes, stops. This drunk, obnoxious kid gets out, like, Are you okay? It was my best friend from high school, randomly in the middle of downtown Chicago in Wrigleyville. The cab that hit my friend was a random cab carrying my buddy from high school. How Did they that? get married? Oh my God. Did they get married they, they, and go out after they that? They had some fun that night. Let's just put it that okay. way. So, yeah. And the cab driver was like, are we okay? And we're like, yeah, get out of here. We're hammered. Just go. So it was uh, kind of one of those crazy. Okay, that is random. Yeah, really random. But oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. All right, there's that. Um, other things, okay, just, you know, I don't want to read it all. Lori, I've been reading a lot lately. <laughs> I know. How's that going for you? Um, Good. She, she had to play Barbara Streisand today. She she really needed a, a pick-me-up right before the show, so she oh, brought out I'm her good. favorite. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm yeah, good. but I mean, just yeah. a little get-ready-for-the-show type get thing. And we know Barbara's your girl. So. We did. Well, this is something. I bet you know this, Grant, but I don't think you do, Lori, or probably our listeners. The Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team was known as the Toronto St. Patrick's oh. from 1919 to 1927. I didn't know that at all. I know. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the staple St. Patrick's Day meal, corned beef and cabbage, is an American innovation. Ham and cabbage were eaten in Ireland, but corned beef offered a cheaper substitute for the poor immigrants. So there you go. There we go. Um, We are breaking. This is my talk with Lori and Julia. And when we come back, some shanty time. We'll be right back.
Mary Gang, thanks for hanging out with us on this St. Patrick's Day. I hope everyone is uh, having fun and in a good mood. Last night, the delightful darling and oh-so-handsome Michael Buble joined Stephen Colbert and sat down. He's got a new album out called Higher. And Lori, it's a lot of covers that we would like. It's got... A Willie Nelson cover, a Paul McCartney cover, um, Bob Dylan's Make Me Feel My Love, Sam Cooke's Bring It On. He's good at covers. So he also started, um, I, I don't even know, I did Stephen just ask him, you know, I, it's St. Patrick's Day and I like to sing this these shanty Irish shanty songs. I think. I, I think that's how it came about. I can't remember. All right, well, let's listen to this. All right. Uh, sea shanties have made a comeback. Sea shanties, that's a thing. You know, have you heard people have been singing sea shanties on TikTok and stuff like that? And okay. I love a good sea shanty. I was way ahead on this one. And, <laughs> seriously, and um, they're my speed. And you're, you, worked as a, you worked on the salty, briny deep out there as a commercial fisherman, and you're Canadian. And I was wondering if you know the Stan Rogers Sea Shanty Classic. He's a Canadian uh, folk singer, no longer with us, unfortunately. Okay called Barrett's Privateers, about these Canadian pirates. Do you know this song? Arr, me matey, yes, I you think do? so. You do? Think I, so? I, I think if I've If I started it, it, would you jump in? To sing it with you? Yes. Yes, of course I John, would. John, I'm going to give it a shot. Can you give me a D? You know me. <laughs> oh, the year was 1778. How I wish, wish I, I was, was in Sherbrooke now. When a letter of mark came from the king to the scummiest vessel I've ever seen. Oh, damn them all. I was told I'd cruise the sea for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. But I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. Oh, well, said Barrett, cried the town. How I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. For twenty brave men, all fishermen who would make for him the antelope's crew. Oh, damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the sea for American gold. We'd fire no gun, shed no tears. But I'm a broken man on a Halifax pier, the last of Barrett's privateers. Holy cow, Stephen Colbert can sing. Oh, oh yeah, we, we, we know that. And, of course... Sea Shanty, you know, is uh, originally it was sung by sailors while performing physical labor together yes. on their ships. But, I mean, you people love singing sea shanties. We got on board the whole shanty thing when we were um, forced, and I use that in quotation marks, <laughs> to take down the man wall. And, and Rocco came up with a sea shanty, and while we're not, you know... Michael Bublé and Stephen Colbert, I think uh, Grant found it. Okay, here we go. What should we do with the low J man? Well, what should we do with the low J man? Well, what should we do with the low J man? Well, now that we're remodeling. Boo-hoo, down it's coming. Boo-hoo, down it's coming. Boo-hoo, down it's coming. Now that we're remodeling. Hanging in the halls of an art museum. Where's the George Clooney verse? Okay, I'll play that. You ready? Get that one. There's a lot of verses to this shanty. Here's uh, Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Now that we're remodeling. Boo-hoo, down it's coming. Boo-hoo, down it's coming. Boo-hoo, 
down, it's coming now that we're remodeling. I take a final glance at the hammaconda. Take a final glance at the hammaconda. Take a final glance at the hammaconda now that we're remodeling. You know, when we think about it, Lori, we had to take it down in the middle of the pandemic and they kept us company. All those beautiful men that we had up on our wall. Did you ever see the man wall, Grant? I did, yes. And I, when I first came in here, even I think Donnie might have Donnie had, had a the lady, lady wall. wall. That was that's no longer here yeah. either. I enjoyed that myself. Every once I know. In a while. And, and really, that song was appropriate because I mean, when you think of the uh, uh, the sea shanty, you know, the sailors they're taking down the big sails, they're using ropes, they're in precarious positions, and we had to stand (laughs) on chairs and undo pin things. Oh, Lori. Little pin cushion I love how you liken us to sailor's labor. labor. (laughs) (laughs) Only you. Only you could do that. I love it. Oh, and we have to thank Rocco for that, too, because I couldn't find that clip, and I had to text Rocco, and he he brought that to me, so thank you, Rocco. Rocco's on vacation, Laura. Yeah, yeah, that that needs to be its own button because we you should. just never know when you're going to need a sea shanty <laughs> to just true. lift everyone's spirits. I'll make it. I like it. All right, very okay. good. Okay, so are we still back on the Parade Magazine music from 1972? Yes, Julia, <laughs> we are. I it like is, this theme is, all week. I do too because we're learning some stuff about some classic great songs, and one of the songs, and and I played in the double wide periodically uh johnny nash may he rest in peace he died in october of 2020 and the song is i can see clearly now so let's take a little listen okay i used to know sign language to this watch this one Lori. it's very cool i'm impressed joy i wish there was a camera that used your muscle memory remembers that song uh, we knew the whole thing because i went to highland park the- and they we had theater of the death deaf there and we took sign language as a class and so i still remember a little bit of it not a lot he's one of the first non-jamaican artists to record music in kingstown and it was this took place you know three years before bob marley even you know had his big breakthrough so it's just a huge song and it's considered one of the most optimistic happiest of songs, you know, the rain is gone, all the bad feelings have disappeared, here's a rainbow that I've been praying for. So I could see how, like, that would be a song, like, would be, that would be an amazing song to learn how to sign. Right, yes, yes, I see that. Very, very nice. It's a happy song. Well, I'll just get back to Johnny Nash. I thought you just might want to know that. Um, He made his major label debut in 1957 with a single called A Teenager Sings the Blues. But he had his first chart hit in early 58 with a cover of Doris Day's A Very Special Love, if you remember that song, which I do not. I don't. We'd have to hear it. But if you heard it. You might. That's who I'm playing might. tomorrow, Doris Day. Doris Day. <laughs> que sera, sera. <laughs> I mean, this stuff. Yes, I love it. Okay, so I'm wondering what Parade Magazine is going to give us for next week. I well, kind of like this, Julia, that they do these compilations for us. I do, too. I feel like you might be ready to know the story of Boogie Woogie Wonderland by <laughs> Bette Midler and I Am Ready by Helen Reddy. We'll, well see. I Okay, so I kind of know them, and I know the words to both those. She was a cat yes. about it, but it was a company mm-hmm. B. 
But we, you were gone for some reason when Helen Reddy died, and I was doing the show with Brittany, and I think it was before you, Grant. It was Rocco, and neither of them. Well, was, Grant, was it you? I don't know, but no, neither of them knew. I am woman. Hear me roar. In numbers too big no, oh, to I know. ignore. Yeah, I've, no, I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if that was me. It must have been Rocco. Yeah, it must have been Rocco. I don't know. Mm. But it was hysterical because I'm like, this was the biggest song of the 1974. <laughs> Where are you 72. guys? 72. 72. Again, our sweet spot. Gosh, I love that. I love that the 70s. They're coming back, Lori. You know, we were talking they about... They um, Yes, they are. Okay, so we were... I do we have time? No, we don't. All right, it's time to Hollywood speak. We will be right back with some juicy headlines, and I think I've got one you don't know about, Laura. So we'll see Ooh, how I'm you excited. do on it. Okay, we'll be right back. What is the meaning of this? All right, let's get at it, Lori. We just got a call during the break from um, family in uh, PV, and I showed them you up on the screen or your shoulder. Um, oh. <laughs> Well, there you are. Hi. Um, looking lovely. I know, looking lovely. So our, part of our family is in Puerto Vallarta, and I said, Lori's there, you're there, and I'm here. One of these things is not working. <laughs> no fair. Okay, here is my headline, Lori, and I don't know if you know this. All right. Okay. Piers Morgan reacts to Sharon Osbourne's joining him at Talk TV. She is moving back to the UK because she got a gig over there to have another talk show. Well, the Hollywood speak on that is because she did such a messy, messy (laughs) job of defending Pierce Morgan, racially disparaging uh, Meghan Markle every which way he could in writing and on his TV show. And then she tried to clutch her pearls and say, oh, but he's not a racist, even though he said completely racist and misogynistic things. She gets fired from the talk, and she goes and gets a job at the place that he works. It sounds absolutely fitting. It doesn't it? Doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So they're all the Osbournes we heard are leaving L.A. and moving back to the U.K. That'll show everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do you got, honey? Okay, here's what as long as we're across across the pond. This week, People magazine published some excerpts from the upcoming biography about the Queen entitled Queen of Our Times, The Life of Queen Elizabeth II. And, um, you know, right, you know, we've gotten just a little bit, but the the, the headline that jumped out in the excerpt was that... um, um, Queen Elizabeth was m- very much distressed more than she let on about the fact that three of her four children, that's 75% if we're doing percentages, of her kids got divorced. I know. I saw that. Okay. Oh, I mean, what about the other son who's uh, been, you know, uh, accused <laughs> of trafficking? I mean, wasn't that distressing? <laughs> I mean, I knew you would say this, but Julia divorce, a stain on the royal family. My goodness, they've had in the the British in the royal, um, the monarchy has a long history of chopping off heads, annulling marriages. Uh, the, The Church of England separate, you know, became its own church away from Rome because 
King Henry wanted to not recognize his marriage to the, you know, the, the queen of Spain. What's her name? I mean, it's okay. Well, you, you did like, it. I love it when you do it in Hollywood speak for us. Uh, I mean, fine. 75, I bet many parents, 75% of their kids have been divorced and they don't feel that distressed about it. Right. All right. Moving on. All right. Fine. Okay. <laughs> you know how I feel one? about that stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I get it. Yeah, she's just in the in the in the British monarchy. They've done many many things to get out of marriages. Yes. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Colton Underwood brought his baby blanket to his survival style competition TV show. Maybe Grant wants to Hollywood. Grant, speak I think that. you should. You know who he is, right? Who? Colton Underwood. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yes, yes, yeah. He brings his baby blanket. Oh, to, 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 to the bachelor. I'm just gonna say, okay, this guy's got mommy, mommy issues. issues. <laughs> I just thought the same thing. Yeah, he's a mama's boy First for of sure. All, I think it's a little odd. A man in his late 20s still has a baby blanket. I mean, you could save it and keep it packaged for your children or something, but that you would bring it out. He is a very easily influenced reality person. Yeah. He really is. Wow, that is just what if a, a what if you were dating that and he brings his baby blanket along on a on a vacation? Yeah, and it probably a producer found out in passing and oh yeah, bring that, that'll be good. Oh. Just like the producer talked him into doing The Bachelor, even though he had known and felt for a very long time that he was a gay man. Right. I mean, he's he's easily influenced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, touche. He has. Oh, okay. How how about this one, Jared Leto? You know, he he's spoken up because there's a lot of people that have. There's been stories, really. I think maybe since he was the Joker and what. Anyway, Suicide a long time about, about his method ab- acting. Yeah. Yes, he would like you to know, Julia, it is not method acting. It is, quote unquote, immersive work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just obsessive, another name for method acting. Yeah. Yeah, he's obsessive. Yeah, he is. Potato, potato. Right. <laughs> tomato, tomato. And, and I don't think in really, you know, Anne Hathaway, because they're starring in that We Crash thing that is tomorrow night on Apple Plus about the mm-hmm. We Work. And he plays the um, Israeli billionaire that was that started it. Um, she did not diss him at all. She just said this no. is this is his process. Yeah, and, and his process is method acting. I think it would be bloody ahead. annoying. Yeah, you can go ahead and call it immersive work, but he and Daniel Day-Lewis and all these other dudes that do it, that's what the other actors behind their back, oh, he just goes full method. Yeah, exactly. And they're also saying, um, boy, they don't say mommy issues. <laughs> they just, no. I don't, 
No, I just think that would be, I think it would be really hard to work with someone for six months who didn't break character. You did it for an hour when you were so-and-so from Biloxi, Mississippi, and Donnie and I were ready. Sherland from Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh, Grant, we were going crazy. I think you did it over an hour. It was hours. it was maddening. Oh, oh that would and, be horrible. Oh, it would be horrible. But imagine working with someone for six months. I'd be ready to strangle them. Jeez. I, listen, I had some very uh, funny comments when I was uh, posed in my a new tree yesterday in an outfit, and I wrapped a scarf around my head like I was a fortune teller, and uh, several people told me to leave that in Hawaii and to burn it. Um, okay, and I also got comments, Is are you turning into Moira? <laughs> yes, very much so. Yes, from I am. Poop, I mean. From Poops Julia, Creek. Why not? Oh, what my gosh. What a good gosh. role model to be. That's right. I agree with that. I, You know what I'm kind of, uh, I, I'm, I'm, ada- I'm adopting um, the little eight-year-old, the, the granddaughter, who I just was so enchanted with how she dressed uh, when we were on vacation with her sparkly and her this and her that. And I just thought, uh, I'm going to start doing that. But I don't know. Tonight, uh, there might be kind of a, what do you call, who's that guy? Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark. Indiana Jones? I'm, I'm getting, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of, uh, but uh, yeah, Indy, Indy, Indiana Jonesy in a girly kind of a way. So I have no idea what that means are you are you going on a hike oh hell no (laughs) it's the fitness protection program come on (laughs) that's right i've just come out of it i have to take things slowly on my driftwood horse i go back and forth oh you're back and forth and my lawn chair Oh, you are wild. We're going to give away tickets when we come back. We've got some other things happening. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk.